everyone, and welcome to Indy's Augmented Reality Podcast. In our previous episode, Alex, Chava, and Norby talked about the key issues facing the US retail industry and how technology can help close the gap between the digital buyer and the real-life customer. Today, they discuss Indy's soon-to-be-launched View Retail Solutions, including the problems they solve and the technologies behind them. We hope you enjoy. What triggered the development of Indy's soon-to-be-launched solutions for the retail space? Um, we've kind of touched on the retail space on and off over the past kind of five, six years, but predominantly from a marketing perspective. Um, we, we've been brought in by various brands um, in quite a few countries, actually, who have explored the usage of the tech. I think, I think what we've found is that if if a lot of the requests for our, our particular type of technology was coming from marketing, they're usually fairly sporadic and they're usually campaign-based. Um, so what we've done over the past probably three years or so is is try to kind of take some research from that and try to kind of understand a little bit more about what the actual needs are longer term. I think th- there's often a confusion um, on our side and sometimes on the on the client side in terms of whether the technology has the ability to be used longer term. So campaigns are one thing. Campaigns are designed to generate a level of engagement in a particular subject or a particular brand, but they're always done for a relatively short amount of time. What we try to do is is kind of take that understanding and now say, you know, based on research, say, okay, this is is what's required longer term in the retail space, in-store, outside the store, et cetera, et cetera. So... It's it's kind of a transition for us a little bit, and it's also a transition for for some of our clients as well to see these things as products as opposed to just campaign tools. Mm, what problems do Indies retail products solve, and what are the technologies behind these solutions? Good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we could go one by one. Yeah, I mean, I'll get, to give a very kind of brief outline. There's. there's um, we've got Viewpoint, View AR, and Viewfinder. And, and what we tried to do is we tried to start developing software or software and hardware that allows us to answer some questions that happen every day in the retail space. Um, Viewpoint is the one that we're actually we're launching very, very soon. Uh, we've already got the kind of demo boxes out there for testing and for, for potential client meetings. But And Viewpoint is a, is a direct answer to a question that we have been asked for many, many years. I want to know who the people are that are looking at this particular object, this particular campaign. I want to know how long they spend. I want to know how happy, how engaged they are with this thing. Now, from our perspective, because of the work that we've done on a lot of campaigns, it was an essential answer that we needed to provide. So so Viewpoint, on a very basic level, is a device that measures engagement and and dwell time, um, demographic, um, from a from a device the size of your palm, and it can be fitted to any wall, any kind of shop display, any shop window. So we, you know, we're at the point now where we feel that with more knowledge about what's happening in stores, with more knowledge about traffic flows, with more knowledge about the type of people who are engaged with particular displays particular windows you can start to shape your offering a bit better um view ar has has been something that we 
we've put together and toyed with probably since we began actually i i found a i found a mock-up the other day on just a couple of months ago on my desktop of a of an ipad in a shop window looking out and there was a marker on the floor in the street <laughs> <laughs> it was really it was brilliant oh, it was so clumsy it was hilarious <laughs> but it was it, it but it made sense in a way because it was how can people see themselves with content so from from a view ar perspective we wanted to to create uh, an ar display in a store window that allows us to demonstrate what's happening inside the store to create campaign materials in 3d to show offers for materials that are happening at the back of the store so to kind of make an interactive shop window to make a, an augmented reality shop window that doesn't require downloads doesn't require uh, apps it doesn't require anything it doesn't require any customer interaction per se and then viewfinder is 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 kind of part of our r&d it's part of software um it's, it's mostly software at the moment because we haven't quite decided where it's going to work but for a one sentence description of that it is using the product to trigger a link to digital content um can i show my my product my physical product whether it be a shoe a can of soup or whatever it is and show it to a camera or show it to a mobile phone and get real-time information digital content videos recipes everything instantly if that's relatively succinct yeah, bringing <laughs> online shopping experience to the physical one yeah yeah I, I think we just we we sensed with i think we said at the beginning that the the disconnection in between all of the digital content and the physical store is vast yeah yeah no, not totally and, and 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 also with some of these products uh on a different stage we are trying to to do those two things that that is part of the of the indie kind of doing things. It's, our model is experience engineering, so it's not just uh, understanding the technology, but you know, trying to apply it in, into something useful. If, for instance, with this viewfinder um, product, the only thing that you cannot have on a, on an e-commerce site is the the physicality of the product. So touch the product to you know, like these things that actually makes uh, to go shopping an experience right and so how can we take advantage and how can we unlock all the all the information that it's spread all over the world about this specific product in front of your of your eyes so that's that's like behind the scenes there's a lot of technology there's a lot of buzzwords that that we are not focusing on on, on say like yeah there's machine learning there's object recognition there's computer vision but at the end of the day for the consumer that's that's not important it's the important thing is like how can i enhance my experience while i'm shopping so, so and the great all. thing about the three products is how how they can integrate like uh, uh providing information for, from uh, viewfind no, sorry viewpoint to view AR, sorry, <laughs> and uh, and uh, also viewfinder connected to uh, uh, also the the view AR display, so they can be a really uh, nice overall solution to these questions. I think that I, I, we <coughs> we were at the National Grocers Association um, last month or the month February. before. February. Time moves very yeah. fast. Actually, February. Yeah. Um, and the, and the the presentation that we gave was really trying to answer three questions. One question was, uh, how do we get people from the outside to understand what's going on inside? 
Uh, the traditional shop display, in my humble opinion, no longer does that effectively. Um, so, and, and we cannot convince people on the outside of a store, no matter what anyone says, we cannot convince them to download specific apps, objects to to trigger that. There's there's not enough interest yet. The, the, the call to action is 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 too thin. So, you know, we we need to provide a mechanism that drives people's interest in that particular store, and then drives them from outside to inside. When they're inside, we then want to try to integrate something that allows people to learn more about a product. And whether that, you know, triggering that product, showing that product to a camera and triggering um, size information, color information, um, brand content, you know, there's just, there's just a basic connection that is going to, it's going to be more likely to drive a sale. If I know immediately that I like this shoe, but I need it in pink and I need this style, and the size is available right now, we're off. People will, are more likely to buy it. And then I think with Viewpoint, it's then it's about saying, okay, we need to measure the engagement with particular displays in the store. If it, it, there are, there's an incredible amount of money spent in store uh, trying to attract people's attention. And I think the truth is a large percentage of it has no interest to anyone. Uh, it, it's a harsh, harsh lesson to learn, but it's a lesson that kind of needs to it needs to be understood. Mm. And I think that it, spending fifty thousand dollars on a one particular window display, if that's not creating engagement with people and you're not measuring it, it it's not working. Mm. Uh, harsh but true. Um, so I think that for us, trying to kind of thread those things together is where we fit right now. I hope. Yep. Yeah, and it's also uh, an answer. Uh, viewfinder for example an answer to the personalization that you mentioned hmm. that you can do it do online but you you can I don't I don't think I saw a lot of places where you can do it uh, in store mm -hmm. uh, and with you with viewfinder you as you said just I wanted it in pink okay we have this in, in store in uh, the storage there you go yeah we, we can, yeah, yeah. We can add that to your shopping cart cart yeah. and uh, the product is trigger is like uh, to me is is a huge thing It's, it's an exciting, it's an exciting way of viewing, driving a sale, rather than rather than advertising driving a sale, and 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 marketing driving a sale per se. Like the idea of the product driving the sale of itself. Yeah, it's. It, uh, I, I'm really excited about the, all the, the yeah. three working together, like uh, <laughs> a well-oiled machine. Yeah, like a well viewpoint driving the uh, view AR to drive more people inside. Uh, and then uh, it's it's all it's just it just clicks. I yeah, think hopefully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are there are there any other industries you think would benefit from viewpoint? Yeah. Well, any industry that wants to measure uh, engagement. engagement that the, more than measure also like on the long term to understand better the audience that they that they have. So, what's the like? I don't know. Like on the weekends uh, at four p.m. on Saturday, who is like more engaged? Like we 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 use simple terms like what's the mood of the space? Like it's something that now we will be able to measure. It's positive. It's negative. Uh, what is the a specific reaction during a certain amount of time on this thing? So if you if you think on that premise. You can use it in a museum. You can use it in a, in a like in a pop up store. Like you really want to open something just for a month, and you want to measure it well. So, what we are trying to do is to 
some tools that are already um, there for e-commerce, online shopping, translated to the physical store. So, but that that can be applied to the store, to to, to any space that you know, like that you can want to measure. Right? Art galleries, for instance, yeah, museums. Uh, uh, we, we can start listing all the. the well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, I can't even. I mean, I can't specify who who it is that that one of the pilots is is going to be running with. But the the pilot is already running in a space that I hadn't particularly thought of that would find it useful. So it was a an, an effectively an entertainment complex that's mm-hmm. that's looking to understand more about what people do and don't engage with. Um, if you think, if you sort of think back, it wasn't that well. It's still happening, actually. It's still happening on a massive basis. But people go out with clipboards and ask people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and depending on my mood, I'm either going to give you no information, some information, or the wrong information. And it's not good enough anymore. It's 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 an archaic kind of practice. So, you know, for me, for me, I had we had I had a kind of criteria. When, when we first started talking about this, which was give accurate data, but don't in any way collect anything on anyone personally. So it, it's, it's a kind of really important point. And I think there's been a lot of worry recently about uh, Facebook and Mr. Zuckerberg standing up and, and um, <laughs> pretending to be a sort of young yeah. schoolboy in front of <laughs> very important <laughs> politicians. But I think that, you know, with this, it was like we, we don't want to co- we don't want to collect personal information. We're not interested in that. What we're interested in is, as and Chava just summed it up perfectly, was what's the mood of the room? <laughs> you know, if the mood of the, the mood of the room is really good on a Saturday afternoon and really awful on Thursday lunchtime, what's going on on both of those days that's making people think about that? Like, what what's changing it? How is that working? Why you know why are you know that data will allow people to to make kind of I think in more informed decisions yeah. about what they're they're what they're doing and why they're doing it. Uh, it might be incredibly horrible to hear. <laughs> but this is like, but the, then you, you someone have, needs to say it. Yeah, exactly. That's just, you know, like, uh, I'm from also from my background on on you know like online advertisement and all that you know like crappy metrics that people is just putting on on, on Excel sheets because you're like. And you know the truth, and just like it's like no one cares. The same thing with you know, like uh, my wife used to work in, in outdoor media. The amount of prices going on billboards or whatever, like just the, the impression metrics, and because potentially like someone could could see it. And it's like with the digital tools, we we already arrived to to that point in which we don't need to inflate these things. We we can have an honest conversation about things, and then. Try to solve the problem. Exactly. So yeah, you can't fix it. If any, and like running a business, uh, and it tells you that you you can't really fix a problem until you understand what it is. And so I think you, billboards being a great example. It's like yeah, but there's there, there's a million a million people a month see them. No, that's not true. A million people drive past them. That's if that's if that's the metric. Say call it what it is. Exactly. This this road has a traffic of a million people the engagement is what and it, and and if you say that it's you know 0.4 of a second it's too short so it doesn't people didn't consume what it was that you had like no no billboard design no graphic designer of, of any skill can honestly say that in 0.4 seconds they 
they got everything they needed to get from this. So they'll probably just recognize color. So I think that at that point, it's like, okay, now we're into how many people spent a minimum of five seconds looking at this thing. And that is the elephant in the room, I think. No, <laughs> no, no. Because that, then it's not, it's not just a marketing game. It's, a, it's an operations game. It's like understanding what's, what's going on. Yeah. If they decide to do something, like it's, it's on them. But I think that like having a long relationship with your customer, with your, with your space, and learning how, how this, this audience evolves and how you can you know, like improve the experience for them is something that it won't happen from, from one day to the other. It's, it's something that you should you know, like take on the long run, understand it, and evolve completely because that's a transformation of the retail spaces that we are looking, you know, like try to, to provide solutions for that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to know more about Indie, please visit us at www.industry.com.